Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Welcome back to the Ohioan. Um, uh, here with Craig. Craig, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Chris? Good. Um, big day for politics yesterday. And I know some of our audience is like, ugh, politics. Don't talk about politics. But, hey, it's important. It's important to try to figure out what's going on. It's important to understand what your leaders are thinking about in the future. And a couple of kind of notable decisions yesterday. Uh, first one, and uh, we had a separate interview with Tyler Buchanan yesterday when this news was breaking. I, he said he wasn't surprised, and I agree. I, this didn't come as any huge surprise. But uh, we have a Democratic candidate for governor. I mean, there was a lot that were um, have been rumored, but now we have one that threw her hat in the ring. Uh, Nan Whaley uh, from Dayton is running again for governor. She ran last time. Uh, she got knocked out in the, in the primaries, but now she's running. And to some people, she's a candidate that might be a, a favorite. Um, Craig, so far, uh, Nan Whaley, uh, is, her hat's in the ring. Plus, uh, Mayor John Cranley from Cincinnati hasn't officially declared yet, but he's raising money. And if you look at his Twitter account, he's writing tweets that are kind of state-related, not just you know, Cincinnati-related. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, what do you think? I mean, there we got plenty of time for other candidates to jump in. But I'll tell you, I think Whaley probably would be a stronger candidate than Cranley uh, up against Mike DeWine. Yeah, it seems like she, she probably would. But, you know, I think we're getting into the territory here where are we such a red state now that whoever runs on the GOP side is likely going to win, even if DeWine gets, you know, eliminated uh, in a primary himself, you know, it, it seems like, you know, with, with how dominant Trump was in November, which I don't think anybody really expected him to, to win by eight plus points. You just kind of wonder if it, if it doesn't really matter who runs on the Democrats side because of the way the state is voting, um, you know, as far as Dan Whaley goes, she probably has a little bit more name recognition right now than John Cranley, but I don't know that she's got the name recognition that kind of goes throughout the state as of right now. So she's going to have a, a little bit of a climb, I think, in order to kind of get her name out to the northern part of the state or northeast part of the state to where people are really going to recognize her, know who she is, what she stands for, and make her a viable candidate against any Republican, whether it's Mike DeWine or otherwise. Here's the thing with Nan Whaley. Um, she got a little bit bigger of a name when there was a horrible shooting. Um, I think it was probably two years ago now, maybe, um, in uh, Dayton. 
right. um, where I believe it was six or eight uh, people were killed. Now, I will say this, and go back to um, the podcast that was released Tuesday morning. Um, you know, right now we're in a time where there's so many mass shootings. Uh, the Dayton mass shooting seems to be 500 mass shootings ago, which is awful um, comment about the state of our country and state right now. So, you know, you could look and say, wow, you know, Nan Willie had good leadership during the crisis in Dayton. I think we kind of forget about that, just so everything else happened. You know, if that was like the only mass shooting in the last 10 years, we could say, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Now, I mean, right. I, I have a hard time remembering the one from the past week, let alone what right. years ago. Yeah. Um, but she made a good name for herself. Uh, they had that. Didn't they have like a water issue down there? There, there was a couple other things happening. And uh, they seemed to have pretty solid ground leadership from that. So, I, I mean, I think she's going to be an interesting candidate. I, I think the same thing that you mentioned with Whaley could be a problem with John Cranley. Uh, down in Cincinnati. Uh, nothing gets our friends in Cincinnati, but sometimes Cincinnati kind of feels lost with the rest of the state. Uh, they are definitely a huge part of the state. They're a, a huge city, but since they're so close to Kentucky, sometimes there's frustration right. in their part saying, hey, we think we're forgotten. And to be honest, I think they are at a certain point. And some of the leaders down there, you know, we don't think of it as north. So you raise a good point about Whaley's name recognition, but she's on the um, southwest corner of the state. I'd probably say the same thing about Cranley. And the other thing, too, uh, Cranley has not been charged with any issues or anything, but if you look at Cincinnati City Council, um, over half city council members have been charged <laughs> for different stuff. Right. And Cranley has not been involved. I have no indication that Cranley is even suspected of anything or suspected of being charged. But I kind of wonder if there's sometimes maybe a frustration by association to say, hey, you know, what's going on there, even if you had nothing to do with it. So, Right, uh, yeah, you don't want to make your name for yourself. Because right now, if, if, if you think about Cincinnati politics, that's the only thing that really comes to my mind is, oh, yeah, they had that the texting scandal, and now they've had the, the council members charged. Um, you know, you talk a little bit about Nan Whaley's name recognition being from, you know, what her response was to the shooting that happened there. Um, you do bring up the point of the drinking water issues, and that that is also uh, something that happened in 2019, uh, <clears throat> where the city and the county were just saying, you know, you shouldn't drink the water right now. But that's, the, you know, you don't want to be negatively associated, I don't think. You don't want to have, not that Nan Whaley has anything to do with the shooting, but I, I, I wonder if you, you want to avoid having your name being out there in the midst of, of, of an issue, whether the, the, you know, the drinking water issue is her fault or not, you know, you want to have positive things. You want to have, whether it's, you know, you can take the shooting and maybe, you know, take it into gun control or whatever it may be, you know, you want to have positive reactions to things that, you know, are going on rather than, well, something bad happens. So here's how the mayor's commenting on it. So sometimes, you know, any news is good news, pub good, you know, any publicity is good publicity, but, you know, you don't want to be associated too much with negativity because that's right now what, what Nan Whaley and, and John Cranley are sort of associated with, whether it's their fault or not. It doesn't really matter because people are going to say, well, can you even control your own city, let alone run for governor, is, is kind of what the, the, the I think the layman would probably say. Well, I think the thing that Whaley may have over Cranley is, you know, Cranley reacted. 
I'm I'm not sure. And to Cranley's credit, I'm not sure what he could have done. But you know, he made some comments after the other um, council members were charged. It seemed like Willie tried to lead the city more for some of that stuff. And again, this isn't the truth. This is just the perception I think the state is starting to get. Uh, because Whaley was kind of up front in, in terms of the shooting. She was up front in terms of the water thing. Right. And if it turns out to be, and we're way too early to say this is definitely the matchup, but if it turns out to be a Whaley versus the wine, um, you know, general election race, it's going to be really interesting because, you know, Whaley and the wine, they get along. I mean, I don't think they hate each other. Uh, Whaley's actually been complimentary to Governor DeWine. I, I think Whaley's concerned saying, hey, I don't know if DeWine went far enough. Uh, because you look at it, uh, Whaley was kind of, they were on stage together um, at a rally after uh, what happened in Dayton uh, with right. the shooting. And Whaley was like, hey, look, it's time. You know, we got to do something. And, you know, the governor agreed. And, you know, they passed the Sandy Ground bill that some people say, ah, I don't think it definitely went far enough. You know, and I, I think that was Willie's concern. You raised a good point with how red um, Ohio is. I mean, uh, former President Trump won Ohio by eight points in the election he lost. I'm wondering if I'm a Democrat, how, what type of Democrat could win? And, you know, you say everything about, oh, you know, we didn't have progressive Democrats. We want, you know, Democrats a little bit more on the left. I'm not sure if a Democrat like that would win. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know Nan Willie's politics. If she's more of a moderate Democrat, she's more of a um, kind of more of a far left Democrat. But I'm not sure if a far left Democrat could win Ohio. No, I don't and believe so. I, I mean, I think it's going to take a moderate where some people say, "Well, you know, she's got some good ideas." So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Whaley or Cranley is like that or can adopt that persona at least for the election. Yeah, I mean, I think a, a, the type of Democrat that could win Ohio is is if it's if it's against Mike DeWine, I think they can run against DeWine and say, well, I'm not Mike DeWine. I'm going to, you know, do this, this and this or whatever, and, and maybe win back some of those Democrats that have gone over with DeWine, who's handled the pandemic pretty well by most, you know, by most thoughts. But then I think where, where some Democrats may struggle is if they're really in favor of strict gun control. I don't know that you're going to win a lot of votes in the state of Ohio that way. So you'd almost need sort of a pro-gun Democrat who, if they run against DeWine, can say, hey, I'm actually anti-mask or I'm actually pro-business and we should open up and we should be doing this, this and this. So that's the kind of Democrat that I think you may you may need in Ohio to beat Mike DeWine. Now, would you need that if you if you had to beat someone else? I don't know, but I think you're... And I don't know if you can find that because I don't think Nan Whaley is going to necessarily be pro-gun. And I don't think John Cranley is going to be either. So I, I don't know if that Democrat exists that could really unseat Mike DeWine or any Republican for that matter. And you think about this and, you know, if we had Governor DeWine here, he'd be like, oh, I'm Republican, I'm Republican. You know, I, I don't think he wants to give up that mantra. But, you know, the fact that he's been more conservative on you know, dealing with COVID would actually more be appealing to moderate Democrats. I'm, I'm wondering right. even if a moderate Democrat, you know, we're right. I think a moderate Democrat has a better chance of winning, but maybe DeWine is playing that role of the moderate Democrats. So, you know, 
I, I think like, he's. Yeah. I mean, I think he's won some votes from the Democrats, but I also think he's lost some votes from the Republicans yeah. with how he's handled the the pandemic. So it's either going to be a wash or it's going to really be one sided one way or another. And I don't know that he's maybe picked up enough Democrats to kind of, you know, quell some of the issues that he's had with the Republicans. So that might be a concern for him. And, and there's um, on the Democratic side, you always look at a guy like Tim Ryan. So, well, what's he going to do? He's a U.S. rep. Well, reports are that he's kind of behind the scenes exploring the Senate thing. Um, he hasn't said that publicly, but that's kind of what we're hearing. He's trying to raise some money on that. And then, you know, hey, Amy Atkins not running. I mean, right now, there's no other Democrat who's committed, and maybe he has easier uh, chance to Democrat nomination for Senate. Uh, let me mention this quick, and then we'll, we'll have to go to break. Um, the other news, probably bigger in Central Ohio. I'll be honest, I live in Central Ohio. I don't really know too much about him, but um, Steve Sagers, uh, he's the U.S. rep down here. Um, he was a possibility for a Republican senator. Um, he's not going to be a Republican senator. He's not even going to be in a U.S. rep anymore. Right. Um, he took a, a job in state That'll be interesting. Um, I I kind of wonder, and I I don't know too much about Stivers as a Republican. I'm not sure what his relationship with, is with President Trump and, and everything. But it's always interesting that you know going from the legislative to a a, a private job. And I I'll be honest, I don't know enough about Stivers to wildly speculate. But interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and you know we'll have to track that race as that comes closely. Absolutely. Or closer. Sorry. Closely versus closer. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, but thanks for checking out the Highland. Now, let's know what you think. Um, again, you might sit there going, another politics talk. But it, it's important. It's important to understand what's happening. It's important to know. And, you know, if you're frustrated by the candidates, probably now's the time to speak up or encourage the politician you think you can do it to run because here's the time where they're considering and you don't want to end up with two choices you don't like. So do your part. Uh, encourage people. It'll be good. So thank you for checking out the how we'll be back soon with another segment.